Bush and Richie here with another podcast. Can I just say right at the start of this, I love the smell of a Sharpie pen. What's your favourite smell of a thing? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Look at that, I smell that. It's absolutely gorgeous. Ooh. I'm afraid I'm going route one of the same petrol. You like the smell of petrol? Love a petrol pump. Tarmac? Like a uh, tarmac? Yeah, oh, my goodness. No, it's better than petrol. I would walk a thousand miles for burning tar. That is the follow-up song from the Proclaimers. They never did very well. <laughs> I would walk a thousand miles for burning tar. Listen, lads, it's a great song. <laughs> I'm just not sure it's going to work. I don't think the audience are ready for it yet. Oh, no. Oh, Give no. us 20 minutes, we'll come back with someone else. <laughs> Potted history of the Proclaimers there. Here's the podcast. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little help. This is Absolute Radio's no repeat guarantee. It's home time. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's Bush and Richie with a bit of Beck and Loser. Little bit of Beck, little bit of Loser. Hope you're having a good... I have to check my watch then, Wednesday. Does your watch say Wednesday? My watch's got the, the actual day of the week on Impressive it. Impressive watch. It's amazing what watches can do these days. But I want to start with this statement. I do miss getting my wages in a little brown envelope. Anyone still get their wages like that? Is that still a thing or is it all direct debit or standing order these days? Do you God, know what I mean? It's got to be all direct debit, surely. I used to love it. You used to get... You wait, wait till the end of the week, you used to uh, queue up. Someone would be sat there, like literally like someone out of Beamish, the museum we went to up north. Hand over your, your wage packet... And you'd have like a couple of pound coins and a big old 50, fence, 50 pence piece rattling around, wrapped in a few 20 pound notes within it. And it felt like someone of substance. You'd earn that during the course of the week and you could go out into the big wide world, go to Woolworths and buy the latest album or something. Do you know what I mean? I would say surely you're looking at decades since the last time someone got paid like that. I know. This is it. And I think it's a bit of a shame unless there are people right now that have that kind of thing going on. I would say as well further to that that your first ever hourly wage is like an indelible time stamp. No matter what you've done before or done afterwards what you got as an hourly wage for your first ever job stays with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. So bit of show and tell first part of the show on this Wednesday afternoon. What was your first hourly wage and what were you doing? What was it for you Richie? £1.75 paper round. Sunday One, paper round. £1.75. It was bumped up a little bit. I think the weekday people got three quid but I was £3.50 so it's a £1.75 hourly. I never, I never got involved rounds. in the paper round thing. I always thought doing a paper round was like, you know when you speak to people who are truckers and they can manage their own time and, and they don't have the boss breathing, breathing down the neck yep. for kids paper round was kind of like being a trucker truck driver do you know what I mean I see what you're saying but it was easy money because you're still at school you've got that main commitment of school so what's the only window yeah. for you to earn money it's the paper round so did your like mum or dad ever help you out with it in the morning my no, mum used never. to help my little sister do her paper round that's which not is a paper round absurd then. isn't it I think the condition of doing it is it's, it's your first foray into work hence why it was my first alley wage uh, for me £1.50 an hour working as a pot wash in a restaurant in Brixham on the seafront called Chandler's uh, I was terrible at it. I lost. I think I lost the job after three weeks. Uh, you know, there's a machine that peels potatoes, potato peeler machine. Yeah. Looks like R2-D2. You put the potatoes in the front, close the lid, spin it round, and then, it, hey, presto, all the potatoes are peeled. I forgot to lock the lid and nearly knocked the <laughs> chef out. So that was three weeks, three weeks of the job there. So, look, we want to know from you tonight what was your first wage, hourly wage, and what were you doing, 8, 12, 15? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
Oh, I bought myself a dirt bike when I was younger. My father used to ride bikes, and he sort of got me interested into it. So uh, that money went straight down the down the local bike shop and bought myself a Suzuki. Ah, oh, there you go, from humble beginnings all the way to the dirt bike scene. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Do you right? I just put on Twitter earlier on what my hourly wage was of my first job, £1.50 an hour pot wash. Dave Cunningham's been on saying, how old are you, Bush? Were you born in the 1800s? <laughs> it's just, just as a point of comparison, because we're talking about first hourly wages, I'd love to hear from a millennial... Okay, uh, in terms of someone who's got a first hourly wage, a bit like our producer Adem from earlier on, 14 years old, first hourly wage, £5 an hour. Depressing. It's just like made of money, isn't yeah. it? Unbelievable. But we've had some great stuff come in. Helen says, my first job was paid six shillings an hour, which is 30p to everyone else. Uh, Bush, Richie, my first job was a trainee mechanic on 10-pin bowling machines when I was 17, earning five quid an hour, says Jamie in Great Yarmouth. Don't think I've ever been 10-pin bowling and the <laughs> lane not break down. There's always one, yeah, the pin's not being picked it up. It must be the hardest working mechanic. It's because of him around the back. <laughs> uh, Carl in Camberley says, Hi, £1.50 per day. Paper around in Oldham, mid-80s. It was cool. Even cooler was spending the weekly wage at the weekend on either a ZX Spectrum budget games or records at my local record shop, the Golden Disc. Fun fact, the Saturday boy serving me at the record shop was none other than the now Professor Brian Cox. Ah, oh, that's a great fact. That's amazing, that. Uh, right, Kevin, welcome to Home Time. What was your first hourly wage? Oh, my God, mate. Uh, uh, such a long time ago, summer of 1976, Red Ox, uh, four, uh, 14 and a half pence per hour. Oh, sorry, just say that again. Hours. I think the line must have crackled and we misheard that. 14 and a half. 14 and a half pence per hour. And I was watering these particular plants, they're called the ladies' tongue, and there's no, no flower on them, just like a cucumber cutting off. Supposed to water every plant individually, got bored, started spraying them. Five days later of my first week's work, the whole lot went di- died on me. No <laughs> way. Uh, yeah, so I got fired. I, I didn't even get paid, which was a bit of a bugger, because I was looking forward to the weekend. Oh, oh yes. Spend that 14 and a half P. <laughs> the mind boggles, doesn't it? <laughs> it certainly does. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Very quickly, we knew we were talking about uh, work earlier on in terms of first hourly wage. Speaking of work, I was on the C2C train coming to work yesterday and the woman who was sat behind me on the seats was clearly a female train driver because she had the C2C fleece mm-hmm. and her like bag that she's got like a briefcase and all that kind of stuff. It was just me and her in the carriage. And uh, 10 minutes into the journey at around about barking type stage, uh, she received what I presume was a text message uh, and her phone made an amazing amazing noise it went like a train toot 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 <laughs> so she had as a train driver a uh, a phone tone that was to do with her job and i thought wow that's amazing. That's pretty cool to have a job that enables you to do that. Because there's not that many jobs where you could have a specific sound. You could be a farmer and have a, like, farmer animal. <laughs> bah. That'd be all right, wouldn't it? But it's, you know, scissors if you're a hairdresser. I think that was, I, well, I'm not too sure about what that was either. A lamb or a sheep, something don't, like that. Don't. So, look, this is very niche. This may not go anywhere. We're just going to put it out there right now. If you have a phone tone that you've downloaded that's something to do with your line of work... <laughs> Again, we might not get anything back on this. <laughs> might not. Maybe you're a, you're a pilot in a plane and you get like a plane swooshing past you noise whenever you get a text. What was that, a helicopter or a...? It was, uh, it was a sheep. <laughs> get in touch now, 8.12.15, like what you did there. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Keen, this is the last time. That is the last song on the No Repeat Guarantee here on Absolute Radio. Gets fired off again tomorrow morning on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show at nine. So the woman train driver sat behind me this morning on the C2C. She was on her way into work. She wasn't driving in an unusual position. Uh, she had a toot-toot train noise as the text message tone on her phone. And this is a bit of a curveball here, a bit of a stretch, but have you got a phone tone that's something to do with your line of work? That's what we want to know. Turns out not as much of a stretch as I thought. Uh, Lisa says, I worked as a holiday rep in Greece. I had Zorba's dance as my ringtone. Oh, that would be so good. It'd take you back to <laughs> yeah. better times every time someone called you. Sarah says, I work in telly and had the old Thames ident music as my text notification for ages. Brilliant. Is that the one that goes... As you can tell, we got that one down. (laughs) Uh, Paul in Cambridge, ringtones. I'm an amateur racing driver and my ringtone is a recording of my own 1971 Marcus car passing by on a circuit. Incredible. Wow. Uh, Sally, on the line, you are claiming to have a ringtone that goes with your job. It does, really. I work as a vet's receptionist at the PDSA in um, Aston. And my ringtone is Scooby Scooby Doo, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) It's dog-based. That'll work, won't it? (laughs) Well, my dog is all my dog is all called, called Scooby Doo as well, so it's a bit of twofold, really. But it all ties together. And you let's just confirm you've done that specifically because of your line of work. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Because um, yeah, the dog came sort of just before the line of work, so it's a bit of both. Really. No, we'll we'll take that. We'll I'm take that. I'm not sure whether I'm letting you have this. It's too late. We'll take oh, that. We'll take on, that. Uh, come on! <laughs> come on! Come on! <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Zach is a librarian, says my text noise is silent. It's oh, quite clever. I love what he's done there. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Craft uh, Metropolis have been in touch on Twitter. says, hi, guys, my name, uh, my mate Tony Maybe has got Call Me Maybe as his ringtone. He says, <laughs> in brackets, OK, it's not work-related. <laughs> and then Josh says, a friend of mine who is a pilot has the cabin bing-bong chime as his text alerts. I kind of despise him for it. Uh, Lee in Leatherhead has a postman pat ringtone. He's asking us to guess the job. Um... <laughs> not getting involved that, <laughs> no. Lee. Leave us alone, Lee. <laughs> uh, right, Steve's hanging on. Where are you calling from, Steve? I'm in the centre of Edinburgh just now. Good lad. I think possibly you might have the most unusual uh, dedicated ringtone in terms of your line of work. Please tell everybody about it. Um, yes, yeah, so I work with Birds of Prey and my ringtone is um, various bird calls. Um, it depend, it changes depending if I like the person or not. But uh, yeah, a wider range of uh, bird calls. There. Steve, 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 that, that, that last piece of detail there is, is incredible. So you're, you're actually going to the lengths of assigning different bird calls to different specific people. Absolutely, yeah. Some of the birds are classed as pests, as are the contacts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so give us an example. Someone you don't like, bit of a pest, what bird would they be associated with? Probably a lowly street pigeon, something like that. Um, and imagine that you become really good friends with Bush and I and we give you a call. What are we being assigned as? Oh, it's definitely it's got to be a golden eagle or something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yes, get in. Brilliant speech, yeah. Steve. That's amazing. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Bush and Ritchie here. This is Hometime Absolute Radio on a Wednesday night. That's three done. Another brilliant edition of the Absolute Radio 90s. Back tomorrow, same time. 
A really lovely text message has uh, just dropped into us here in the studio. 8.12.15 to text us. Hopefully you may remember this guy from a couple of weeks ago. I'll just read it as it says. Afternoon, chaps. Hope you get this message. I was lucky enough to win the accumulator on your show a couple of weeks ago. Just to say, I have now been able to have a stairlift installed for my dad. Oh, yeah. And treat my sister and myself to some new clothes. Sincere thanks for making it possible. Uh, That's from Daryl in Rochester. I remember when he won and loads of you got in touch yes. just saying he was the most deserving winner of anything we've had on this station for a very, very long time. So it is so nice of Daryl to get in touch and for us to all know yeah. that that's happened. It's lovely. nice as well to hear back from people. You know, sometimes yeah. you meet these lovely people when they win the competitions here at Absolute Radio and you don't hear back from them. They, they take the money and run. Yes. But it's nice to get an update. We are chuffed for you, Daryl, and we are very glad you've been able to spend some stuff on yourself as well. And if you win this next thing that we're about to talk about, send us a postcard, don't forget us. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute Radio's 30,000 pounds. Mayday, payday. Yeah, we're talking about £30,000 in time for the next bank holiday weekend. The Mayday Payday is back. You can have the cash in your bank account by Friday to spend, like I say, on the next long weekend. Do you know what? Right now, uh, food. <laughs> I'd like to spend it on a lot of food. We've just been for a huge lunch. <laughs> no. Are you genuinely hungry again? No, no, no th- this is the thing. I'm not hungry right now, but I've got a taste for fine food. I check you out. I'm not trying to sound ostentatious, but it's, I know that's how it's coming across. You'd have an amazing sort of bank holiday feast. We, we were t- we were taken <laughs> out as part of like a, a business meal a bit earlier on, weren't we? We a little were, bit. yeah. We were treated to it, which was great. But we, we we were hobnobbing with the hoi polloi, and it's an area we don't normally <laughs> hang out in. And Richie thinks he's Henry VIII now because of it. You want to go and try quail's eggs or something like that? I had prawns. You did check prawns you out. Prawns so big, I was having to take their heads off. Unbelievable, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. How the other half live. Text the word WIN to 8.12.15 to be entered. That is all you need to do. Stop laughing. So all you need to do uh, to be in the draw is text the word WIN to 8.12.15 in your account by Friday. Prawns so big, he had to take the heads <laughs> Shut off. Shut up! Absolute radio. £1,000 Mayday Payday. Thanks, God. £2 plus your standard network rate. Entries close Friday, May the 3rd at 9am. We're playing across the Absolute Radio Network. You must be over 18 to play. Rules, terms and entry are at absoluteradio.co.uk. Got an email today, and I reckon that you can judge where you are with your life by your most recent Amazon purchase. Oh, yes. Email came through today, and when I remembered that I'd ordered this, I looked at this email and I was like, oh, what does this say about me? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Richie, your genuine Flymo 33 centimetre metal lawnmower blade will be delivered today. Unbelievable. I'm, State of affairs. I'm going online and using one click technology to order a new Flymo blade. What has happened to me? I think because it's so easy on your phone now as well, you use, I guess you use Amazon for stuff that you would normally have gone to the shop to buy. Yeah. So you then have this kind of, you know, list of things that you've bought. And it does reflect weirdly on your stage in life. I just had a little check of mine, and this is the God's honest truth. Splash about kids single nappy rap. <laughs> <laughs> for Thea's swimming lessons. What happened? That, that's your life. I used to buy guitars. I used to buy guitars <laughs> online and then play them in bands. Now I'm buying waterproof nappies. Didn't Fly even stop blades. a boot. I know. What's going on? <laughs> 
Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We want to find out about your most recent Amazon purchase because we put it to you that it says something about your life. For me, the genuine Flymo 33 centimetre metal lawnmower replacement blade. You've had a bit of flack in on that. Have uh, I? Uh, Richie, Flymo on fine turf, you're a fool. It's just been laid, don't want a great big heavy rotary thing on it. But I thought you were letting it grow out a little bit, like someone who's had a brand new hairstyle. Uh, cutting the top off grass encourages growth from the roots. Oh, you're a turf expert now, are you? Oh, yeah. He is, big Told time. You. Have you bought any turf-based books or anything like that? It's my birthday next week. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> I've been dropping in. Uh, Beth in Ellesmere Port says, my last Amazon purchase was a pack of sterile latex-free gloves. Hey. She adds, I'm a nurse, no weird fetishes. OK, all right then. That's easy for me to say. <laughs> <laughs> fetishes. Yeah. It's like a dog saying Someone sausages. Someone says latex gloves to you and you can't talk. Fetishes. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Triathlon swimsuit is my last purchase, says Mark in Reading. I'm not even sure if I'm capable of the swim required. Uh, Matt says, and we don't really know what this is, my order of a sterling silver anchor pendant shows my current midlife crisis. At least he's honest. Wow. Uh, Terry in London, stainless steel splashback for the kitchen. Have rock and roll. Loving these. Go on, have a look on your phone. If it's there, 8, 12, 15, we've got Panic at the Disco next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile peace of mind with no nasty bill surprises. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Can we just say what an amazing bit of music are you being served as as a theme? Didn't realise how good this bit of music is. But do have a little look on your phone if you've got your Amazon purchase history. Can you beat that? A little Flymo blade or whatever it is. Pete from Samford says, 60 times breathe right strips, a mouth gum shield for my snoring, requested by my other half. Oh, Pete. That's pretty bleak, isn't it? Uh, a humidifier in the hallway from Dawn and Rugby. That is textbook online purchase. Classic humidifier. The filter for the humidifier. Sharon says, last Amazon delivery was an outdoor rotary clothes dryer, <laughs> a.k.a. the Whirly. <laughs> At 46, I finally turned into a human grown-up. Uh, this could be me, uh, a stainless steel milk frothing jug with embossed markings. Hey, you need to get one. Birthday coming up soon. Yeah, well, I wonder we're putting the list together on air, this aren't we? This is it, isn't it? Uh, Rachel's hanging on. What was your last purchase, Rachel? A adult Alice in Wonderland costume. You've certainly got Richie and I's attention. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the story behind that. Um, OK. Uh, World Book Day. I hasten to add. Um, and I'm a school librarian at a primary school and the staff have to dress up and as the librarian I sort of couldn't not and I'd left it rather late and it was like the only sort of thing that was next day delivery in my size. <laughs> Do you what though? Uh, so describe the outfit in terms of what you get in the outfit. It. No, genuinely. <laughs> okay. Wait, well you've got the blue dress. Yeah. You've got like the white apron. Yeah. You've got a lovely, beautiful hairband with like ear things. Yeah. And some really, really lovely white tights, which meant that um, I had shaved my legs well before summer. You know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm so sorry you've had to describe all this on national radio. I, I, I blame my co-host here. What I'm saying is this: it's it sounds like World Book Day, but it's got it's kind of a little bit cosplay. The whole thing. Well, you know what? Once it was on in the morning, I was like, no, come on, this is it for the day, and I walked to work and back in it. So. Oh, brilliant! Amazing, yeah. love it. Absolute Radio. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Bush and Richie here with Hometime. Absolutely ready on a Wednesday night. Asking you what was your last Amazon purchase? Kay and our broth says my last Amazon purchase was six times pet finger toothbrushes. <laughs> Wow. Uh, Alex is in Newbury. I think this is going to close us down nicely. What did you buy today, Alex? So my purchase today was a fully wearable Viking helmet with etching. Wow. A fully wearable Viking helmet with etching. How on earth does someone end up buying that as an impulse purchase on Amazon? <laughs> How's that happen? <laughs> so I, I've always had a suspicion that I'm part Viking, and that was confirmed today with my DNA results. It came back 5% Norwegian. So I'm having that, and I'm wearing that every day. <laughs> so it's come out your five percent Norwegian. What what are the rest of you like? What's your ninety five percent? It's Great Britain, but this is this this is a it's definitely a position of where my life is. But it's a new 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 tree of my life. So it should come to you in the next day or so. We'd love you to call us back next week to find out <laughs> what it's like to walk around in Newbury yeah. in a fully wearable Viking helmet. Absolutely, that's a deal. <laughs> The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Incredible story we're about to bring you right now. It's the kind of one you think, nah, they're messing around here. And you'll check it out when you get home and you'll want to apologise to us. A brand new theme park is going to be opened in Kent. Uh-huh. Uh, in the next five years, they reckon they can uh, take to, to get this up and running. Ambitious. <laughs> and it's, it's based on ITV. An ITV An theme... ITV theme park. I kid you not. How's wow. that going to work out? Jeremy Kyle fighting flumes. Imagine that. Inspector Wexford teacup ride or something. It's absurd. I love the idea of a Jeremy Kyle enclosure. People with terrible <laughs> teeth just fighting each other. Always from the West Country. It's rather always from the West Country. We 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 can't let this go. We have to we have to put together some kind of TV land here. This is too good. I mean, and I I would say any people with the best will in the world. I think the theme. Uh, theme park market has got a little bit stale, needs yeah. freshen up a little bit. Five so, billion pounds they're pumping into this. So it's going to be good. Yeah, you'd say so. Yeah. So imagine there's a TV theme park, anything goes, your favourite TV shows are interactive in there. Yeah. What's going in? For me, El Dorado Island. Do you remember El Dorado? <laughs> I do, the, the yes. The doomed ones, was it like it only lasted for a year? Marcus. Yes, do you remember It's my only El Dorado impression. It's very, very good. Took me right back to the show. <laughs> Thank you. I'd love to know how long that actually went on for, but that would be great. Go back and see some of the, the original characters, what happened with that, because yeah. it's kind of doomed. Uh, what about this, the Gus Honeybun enclosure? Do you remember Gus Honeybun? Gus Honeybun. Did you have TSW, Television Southwest, when you grew up uh, in terms of ITV? Because I wasn't in the Southwest, it's a no from me. Oh, we, what did you have? We had TVS, Television South. Oh, just not the West bit. Yeah. Ah, Gus Honeybun was the um, really eerie, weird, slightly um, one weird flicking eye thing that you get from dolls. The rabbit they used to use to do um, birthday requests on TSW. <laughs> that sounds chilling. Haunted. Anyone who's around in that era, in the 80s, haunts me to this day. Gus Honeybun enclosure. I'm Googling him right now. Don't do it, or you'll have nightmares. <laughs> Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. 
The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I'd even brave the Dartford Crossing for this. <laughs> Risk a fine to get to Kent. Uh, we are putting together TV lands. You can put any channels in there, to be quite frank. 8 to 15 to Texas. Tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, Nick suggests the Strictly Come Dancing Waltzer uh, with <laughs> Anton Dubeck as the ride operator spinning the carriages. I love it. There's an element of jeopardy. Whose relationship's going to get ruined? <laughs> it always seems to be a curse. Uh, Paul in Glasgow has come up with a great one. Teletext land. I like that. Have a go on the bamboozler. <laughs> just to love the bamboozler. We used to play this dead boring game on school holidays as well, where me and my brother would have five pounds each, and we'd buy shares and go on the stock exchange page. I used to love doing the quizzes yeah. and pressing the reveal button to the little reveal. Then, yeah. Well, this, this made there could be an entire enclosure about how people used to get football <laughs> scores as well. Yeah. A mock-up of radio rentals with loads of dads and kids stood there. Emma Hennel Whittington, possibly right. one of our poshest named listeners. Someone's doing all right for themselves from Hartlepool. Uh, oh, well, says, <laughs> says it has to be the Bill Dodgems. Where's the dodge element of the Bill? What's going on? We need more information. <laughs> I think just gone police cars at speed. It's, it's, it's a bit tenuous. Actually, that's not bad. And Captain Chaos says, what about a midsummer murder ghost train? Like it. A little bit bleak, but I like it. 8, 12, 15, a cracker from Faith No More next. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, their tariff promise means no price hikes mid-contract, giving you peace of mind. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Charlie's suggesting uh, Tomorrow's World Quasar. Oh, that'd be so good, like the opening sequence. Yes. It's a brilliant opening sequence on Tomorrow's World. Uh, I mentioned Gus Honeybun, the horrific <laughs> toy rabbit that used to do birthday requests on TSW back in the day. Helen says, Bush, there was actually a Gus Honeybun feature at Flambard's theme park in Helston. It's already been done. <laughs> they can borrow all the old kit. Uh, John says, what about Alfreda Zane Pet's Corner? Like it. Love it. Uh, Lorraine suggesting an Emmerdale farm shop uh, selling flat caps and wellies. The, the potential for revenue here is huge. Uh, and this one says, guys, they used to have a TV theme ride park at um, Cricket St Thomas in Chard, Somerset. It only lasted six months. And the worst bit was I used to work there dressed as Mr Blobby. An actual fun house from Natalie in Bridgewater with Pat Sharp. Uh, and, then, and then finally, I, I like the idea of this. A last of the summer wine waxwork ride. I guess that you fly through in a tin bath down a hill. Full of beans. <laughs> Love it. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Right to reply. Get in touch now. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Jodie Moss has done just that. You're going to like this one. Hello, Bush and Richie. Hope you're having a fabulous day. I've been listening to the podcast at work this week and I felt compelled to come to Bush's defence in regards to his Lou Roll childhood toy. Yes! My three-year-old daughter, Ada, still does this. Brilliant. She likes to decorate them with glitter and stickers, but she does indeed wear them around her wrist. So don't worry, Bush, you are definitely not the only one. Thank you so much. You know what? I thought I was going mad. I thought loads of kids did it, and then I said I put it out there. Do you remember on the podcast? No one came back in with anything at all. <laughs> uh, and then finally we've had a message back in proving that it is a legitimate thing to do for, in your childhood. You did promise me one. Well, do you know what? I promised you one, and uh, I have 
just finished making you one. <laughs> it's incredible. This is a uh, bit of loo roll from the first floor toilets here at oh, Absolute yeah. Radio HQ. What I've done is just drawn some markings on the front and make it look a little bit like a computer control panel. Yeah, yeah, Say so yeah. if you're in the Octonauts or a Fisher-Price sailor, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Admittedly, I don't know if this is going to fit around your wrist. I can't see my fist getting through that. That's not the first time you said that. So what we're going to do is just snip along here, hopefully open that out a little bit. <laughs> it's not the first time he said that. <laughs> <laughs> Title of that, if you ever do an autobiography, though. Um, well, you could just cut along there and then put that around your wrist. Thank hey, you. presto. What a lovely gift. Transformers. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, mate, you know the um, the toilet roll wrist action toy? Yes. Uh, I can only do three fingers. Oh, really? Mm. Stop trying to set me up for stuff that's going to get me in trouble, Richie, all right? <laughs> I know what you mean. Everyone else knows what you mean. <laughs> all right? Let's get Bill Bailey on and you have a little think about how you behave during this podcast. <laughs> Podcast has officially come to an end. 